I am your host, Pashi, and tonight we are coming back with part two. Woo! <laughs> I have returning co-host, Jay, in the Dirty South. What's happening? How are you? Oh, everything is great. I'm excited to uh, do part two. Um, so much more has happened since, what, Sunday, Monday, whenever we talk? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be a great show, guys. Great show. Already knowing. And Cam, thank you so much for coming back. How are you this evening? I'm good. I'm good. Um, A little more informed, but I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hey, I am happy to have you guys both back. Uh, Last episode, part one, was really good. I'm so excited to get into part two. And I kind of want to pick up where we left off. And let's talk a little bit more about Princella, her message and her agenda. I'm not sure who wants to speak first, but I will throw out a question. Do you feel what she is speaking about? Is it beneficial to women and relationships? Uh, you go ahead, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. Oh, really? Well, my uh, my personal opinion, and because of my past relationships, I would definitely say it's beneficial to women. And I, what I find so funny about like what she speaks about, and then when I read people's comments or when people comment on her show, how is it that we all experiencing the same thing, and we all in different parts of the country? Mm. So I'm really, I, it, it, it like blows my mind that, you know, you got women in California, New York, Chicago, we all over the place. And we all in agreement with how men have been treating women. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, it's not any good men out there. Please, I'm no bastard. I'm not. But I just find it it's so crazy that when we talk, everybody's experiencing the same type of treatment. Mm. I'm just, I'm, I'm confused by that, you know, and then, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, women, you know, you're going to die alone. I'm half the time I'm alone in this relationship and you in the same room with me. I feel like I'm by myself. So what's the difference? Yeah, that is, that is, was, 
What's the difference? Like, it like, oh, you need to get a, get a cat. Yeah, I, I probably should get a cat and a dog too because they gonna contribute more to what. And like I'm saying, I'm just speaking from my experience. They gonna contribute a little bit more than the male the, the males that I've been dealing with. And like I said, most of us have experienced the same thing. And I just, I just, I don't, I don't know. It's there are variations of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, the day, dating is trash, and I and I know we all in agreement with that one. So whatever, mm-hmm. but <laughs> like you can't tell me that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you one of y'all can tell. When the last time y'all had a good date? <laughs> That's pretty bad. Uh, when the last uh, time y'all had a good date? It, it, anyway, it's so sad. Well, you, you getting off I subject hear, I hear, already, Jay? I hear, I hear crickets. <laughs> How? How am I getting off subject? She what said, "What is it me about when the last time I went on a date?" No, I said, I "When the last time y'all anybody been on a good date?" And the thing is, know. it's just like when it comes to like dating, even you know, I'm just saying, like the benefits of being in the relationship. It's just like it's nothing there. So you, so with Princella, like her, her thing is the male comes to take. The male comes to take and destroy, pretty much. <laughs> so my, my question that's what it feel like I've been destroyed I'm rebuilding right now as we speak uh, <laughs> oh, hey, Lord. I'm just saying hey I'm just no saying. I'm I'm taking it all in this is I, I'm gonna just okay so if I could if I could let me have two minutes stop of your time it, stop it with I'm lying stop hey, with I'm, hey, I, hey. I, I tried I tried to give you the mic Cam I tried it's to give cool. you the mic Jay, I, look, look. I when that guy, hey, that, that video I sent y'all earlier today, when that guy walked up to her, was like, "Hey, you single?" Oh <laughs> hey, yeah. That was yo. So look, let me tell you. Um, I told y'all I wasn't sure. I was on the fence about Miss Princella. I was on the fence about Miss Princella Clark and um what she does. Um, after doing a little digging. And I and I looked at some interviews she did, and I looked at her speaking live just on her own accord. Um, and I, I must say, um, I like her. Um, okay. I do. I like her. Um, now, the reason why I'm going to say I like her is because most people probably don't know this about me, but... Um, I don't like niggas. I really don't. And and I feel like she is like my partner in crime and cleaning the community and the world mm-hmm. of useless men. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great thing. Mm-hmm. And when I was watching that that pod on Fresh and Fit, the way she destroyed them clowns, oh, it brought my heart so much joy. I was I was so excited. Yeah. I can't I can't lie to y'all. I was so excited because I feel like everybody needs to be that like that's the type of energy you need to have for clowns like that mm-hmm. and and, I, and I've always had that energy for them which is why a lot of dudes don't like me mm-hmm. when they like when they get in in a room with me I you know I tend to stay away from people because I was actually talking to my brother um last week no actually a couple of days ago because it was his birthday and I was telling him because he was talking about certain guys that he was hanging around. And I tell him, guys who are only driven by sex, 
guys who don't have any self-discipline, guys who lack um, integrity, mm-hmm. uh, who lack loyalty, mm-hmm. who are only after money, and who are insecure, and maybe very egotistical too, um, those are probably the most dangerous people in the world. Um, mm-hmm. At least dangerous to be around because you can catch a stray for being around a clown, um, being associated with a clown. So I try to stay away from them. But um, so in that way, I do like her. Um, her message to me is a bit off brand when she gets into the male only wants this or only wants that. I'm not going to lie. I do feel like a lot of the stuff she's saying, I can stand, I can agree with, but I feel like when you put it as an absolute, that's when you lose. Mm -hmm. Because every guy is not like that. And I know she says every guy. And I was like, well, let me, maybe she not saying every guy, but also that, that, conversation that she had with the live today she talked about how she talked about a couple of guys who played her mm-hmm. where she borrowed or she gave a man five hundred dollars he turned around took another girl out on a date and then told everybody that she gave him fifteen hundred to make her mm-hmm. look like a clown mm-hmm. she talked about how her ex-husband played her and then she answered a couple of our questions that we had on the last pod which is, I'm not going to say she answered them, but you got to answer. Because towards the end of the video, she said people are asking her, is she a lesbian? Mm -hmm. And she says, I don't call myself a lesbian, but I do deal with women. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, so you don't want to be in a box, but that's where you are. So that kind (laughs) of, for me, it kind of answers that question Plus the fact that a lot of the stuff that she was saying was um, coming from what I thought was probably a place of hurt. She kind of confirmed that during that uh, video as well. I agree. I did. I yeah. did hear the the place of hurt when she was talking. So I, I when she was speaking about how she married, um, she dealt with and married a, a, a quite older man because I believe she's around. She's somewhere in her thirties. She's 37, but she said she was 33 and he was 55. Yeah, so like she... she... I thought she was younger than that. She was 33? She's 37. No, I'm saying when she married that guy, I thought she was... She might have said she was younger. Maybe she said she got divorced. She She said she was 28. Yeah. She she got divorced at 33. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. Well, and, and she always used the word predator. And to me, mm-hmm. and she's like, she's like, I'm so mature and I'm intelligent. And I'm going to tell you this. I consider myself to be a person who is definitely mature. And I don't run around saying I'm intelligent. Because that, like how you had an issue with people using the word gentleman. If you got to tell somebody you're intelligent, mm, I'm just going to leave it there. Right. It, 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 it'll speak for itself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and truthfully, you're mm-hmm. always going to be a little ignorant to something. So it's anyway. But when she was talking about uh, the, the word predator and how she married, you know, a, a man that was 20 years her senior. You were definitely like they, a man in their 50s that's talking to a woman in her 20s is only talking to a woman in her 20s 
because they know they can't even step toe to toe to anybody on some real ish in their forties or fifties. They know that. Exactly. It's like it's like whatever is the easiest. So you know, if you're in your fifties, presumably, and I'm in my twenties or even my thirties, I'm going to think you got it going on. You got your own house. Maybe you you know maybe you uh, I would assume that you're real far in your career or even retired. You know, living the the life. You got enough money to maybe pay my rent. You know, my mortgage, like whatever. I can see how it can happen, but I don't know. I guess that's probably why she used the word predator because when someone's that old talking to young women, to me, that is a bit, you being a little predator because you, I feel like you got more control over a young woman because as, as smart and mature as I was during that time period, I still was a little goofy when it comes to men and their two timing and, and, and the way they act, you know, because now that I like know the game, like now I can peep game a mile away and I won't be caught slipping. Mm-hmm. I won't be caught mm-hmm. slipping. But when you're in your 20s, like little things will slip where like a man will be like, hey, babe, here, here's my um, card. Can you go pick up my dry cleaning and get whatever you want and take yourself out for lunch? We think that's cute. Meanwhile, you just signed up to be a whole man assistant. And the one, one time you don't want to do it no more, then it's a problem, you know? So I just feel like it's easier to groom young women with that. Whereas a grown woman, like I'm now 30, I'm 37. So if a gentleman asks me, Hey, here's my debit card, go do this, go do that. No, like why, why don't you, why, why is your schedule set up? Like, what were you doing before I came? (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That'd be totally different now. Now, but I'm also a person like that. I'll see it. Maybe you need some help. You, You stressed out. You know what? I'm gonna be on that side of town. I'll pick up your dry cleaning. I'll do that. No, don't worry about it. But I just noticed, like, when they like men can try to come in and try to control you and then get you to take on their task, and then some of your tasks aren't getting handled because now you're doing all of their tasks. So I don't know. If, I think women are, and we have a uh, nurturing that's that's in our nature. Whether you have kids or not, it's in our nature to want to like make things easier for everyone else. I was I think, just about I to say that, that make it easier. Yeah, mm-hmm. we make it easy. Like that's just in our nature. Is we can't turn it off, and I think that some men know that, and they prey on that, and especially an older man with a younger woman. It takes, and they take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we won't know this. We won't know that we're having a problem with it until we're too far into it. But but as you get yeah, older, by the time you're tired and exhausted, and then you yeah. like wait a minute now. Yeah, it's like I don't want to do this no more. And then when you you know express yep. that to them. Now they, you know, start throwing temper tantrums like, yep. well, you've been doing it. It wasn't the problem went out. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you don't You're even know that. Yeah. And it's like, what are you, seven? Yep. Stop it. Mm-hmm. I, think, Please, I think the I think the term predator, um, I think that kind of takes away her part in that was played in the entire situation, though. So I would say if you're 55 and you're dating a 20-year-old, you're probably a creep. Creep? I would say creep. Yeah, I would say creep. Like predator, I kind of feel like when you were 28 and you saw this 55-year-old man, you knew how much older he was than you, and you thought, well, a lot of men my age are immature. They still run in the streets. I'm going to date this older man because he's probably 
in a better position. He probably got all that junk out of his system. So I'm going to do that. So I feel like she made a conscious decision to deal with somebody that age. And then she found out that it doesn't matter how old a clown is. A clown is a clown. And, and she says that. And like, it's so that's always been my position from the jump is you can't label every man every man that but you know a clown is a clown and they get they just become older clowns you know what I'm saying yeah and, and, and so I've and always still, felt that they're all over the earth can we please get rid of them oh, no they are please. but 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 look but but you got to think about it too and, and this is another thing that I feel like now. We can probably say it's more it's more prominent in our generation, but you, you you have a you have an older generation of men who are still doing clown stuff, but it's because now it's like it's cameras everywhere. It's like you know how they say uh sunlight is the best disinfectant. So everything now is out in the open, you know. So all of the wild stuff people was doing back in the day, they can't do it anymore. So I kind of feel like a man that's like 55 that was raised by older men who were able to have a, a family on one side of town and another family on the other side of town and they not know about each other. I feel like they feel like they missing out on that because they don't get to do that because the they have to adjust to the way the world is now. If you couple that with back when we were kids, Instead of getting a trophy for winning, everybody started getting trophies for participating. So now you got people who didn't win anything getting trophies and they grow up like that. And then a mom is not with the dad and she overcompensates and I'm the daddy on Father's Day and you do all of that. And then you grow up with these with these men who have been coddled by their mom so much. That this is what they expect. They want you to, when you move in, uh, you know, rub my feet, wash my clothes. But they want you to do all of that stuff. Like I knew a guy who was, at the time, I might have been 33, 30. He was probably like 29, 30. And he was telling me how he didn't even know how to wash his own clothes. I'm like, how do you not know how to wash your clothes at 30 years old? But because he was so used to oh, his his parental unit taking care of him. And and I just kind of feel like that's what y'all are battling with. Y'all are battling with uh, a bunch of mama's boys who they got treated that way by their mom. But then society gave everybody a trophy. When she said when she said on that interview, when she told them that most men should die virgins, I totally agree. I totally hey. agree. Because if we were, if this, if this society was not built the way it's built, if it wasn't set up the way it was set up, just like every other animal in the world, the women are going to deal with the men who have the best possibility for their offspring to be the strongest to go to the next level or go to the next generation. Every man, every man would not be uh would not be an option. And when you look at them guys on that podcast, they made themselves an option because they figured out how to cheat in the matrix or in this system. They figured and out how to get the thing 
that they told everybody we should value, whatever that is, whatever, whether it's the clout, the money, whatever it is that people feel like we should value, that's what they hold on to. And that's why they was fighting her so much. And I, I loved every minute of her tearing them down. I'm not going to lie. It was it was very enjoyable. It was hard to watch. It, it was it was. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It, it was hard to watch for me because, as far as the other, not between Princella and her interaction with those two clowns, it was mm -hmm. hard for me, especially the the young lady that was in the blue, and she. Oh, they was lost. Like they were was, lost. It was hard to listen to, and her. they were contradicting themselves because they they knew, and that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, if if I'm honest with you. The way I feel is the reason why I take issue with what she says is I feel like I agree with women needing to know all you need is you. I, I agree with that. What I don't agree with is every man is coming in there to destroy and tear everything down and rip you apart. What I will say is know that all you need is you rely on you needing you but if you want something then find somebody else that wants the same thing and then y'all can work together and i would be cool with that if she said it like that but that's the only issue that i'm having because i do feel like we are taught as kids these disney fantasies and mm -hmm. i think that that's that's one of the biggest setups in the world is to think that you know you're supposed to live out this Disney fantasy. I don't. I don't. I don't think life really happens like that. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. I just um, like I was telling Jay before the show. I do think mm -hmm. what Princella is doing is God's work because <laughs> if there there's a lot of people you know because you can send it to to anybody but let's just talk about women specifically but women really can find themselves in abusive scary um, situations where they either feel like they can't leave or they're afraid to leave like women can really get in some dark places and exactly. i think that Princella uh preaching um her gospel um mm -hmm. You know, women empowerment, take care of yourselves. You don't need these men. You know, even right. given what she shared about her example, that every time she got in a relationship, she found herself, you know, a little further back than where she was. Like they exactly. were coming to exactly. take from her. But but see, but see, I feel like I feel like that myself. And I'm a guy. Oh, you know I, what I'm saying? No, so, and I agree. So this I, is, I do think this is why women. I don't that's why I don't disagree with everything she's saying, because but I feel like Let's not make it about men and women. Let's just make it about the individuals because I feel like everybody can have that same testimony. Like I tell you in a heartbeat, like I rejected sex from more women than probably three times the amount of women I ever had sex with. Because I don't have a, a large number, but I definitely turned down way more women than I ever tried to have sex with. And the reason is, because I don't need that. I don't need you. I don't need you to validate me. I don't need you to know that I'm a man. And, you know, and half the time when I do it, it'll be like, nah, I, I'm not feeling you that way. Then it'll be, oh, you must be gay. So now you want to try to tear me down. Yeah, I that's don't have true. to be gay. Yeah. I don't have to be gay because your ego is bruised, woman. I don't have to be gay <laughs> because of that. Because I bruised your ego. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and so in that way, that's why I like what she's saying, because I feel like I feel the same way on this side. But at the same time, I'm not telling men, yo, you don't need a woman. We don't need nothing. But if you want one, go and have one. Yeah. Just make sure you're making better decisions because all I heard from her was you made calculations when you were younger and they weren't the right calculations Yeah, for whatever reason. You, you made a calculation to date a guy or mess around with a guy that you worked with, which means he knew people that was in your circle and most guys talk about what they do behind closed doors or in the sheets. Most guys like to talk for whatever reason, whether they pissing on a tree to try to keep other people from, or they it's just this stupid machismo macho thing that dudes do that I never understand. And I kind of feel like she got herself in one of those positions, but that is probably something you should have thought about when you were in the field that you were in. Cause I think she said she sell cars. So yeah, she was a car. You, that's yeah. that's yeah, a, a you know sex. that's like a it's a uh, it's a rough field to be in as a woman, and then you get in you get into that type of relationship with one of these guys. Yeah, they gonna talk about it. Most of yeah. them are clowns. That's what they do, especially when you're not in a relationship. That's when they gonna talk about it more. Yeah, I just. I, I still think what she does is good, but I do agree better, like what you said, as far as let's talk about the individual. Like, no one should, everybody pay attention to the red flags of the exactly. succubuses. You know, pay attention. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. You know, if you, if you, after you leave dealing with anybody and you feel like you have less energy than you had when you were with them, that's your body telling you. That person mm-hmm. ain't for you. Because it's been people that I can be around all day long, I can talk all day long and be around all day long. And I don't feel any lack of energy, mm-hmm. but it's in some people mm-hmm. that I talk to and I am drained. Yeah. I, could, I could have replied back to your text two times and I need a damn nap. We all experienced that one. Yeah. Like just yeah. pay attention to that. So I agree. Like Princella, her message is great, but I can't agree that I don't believe I can't, I can't go on through life and believe that all these males or men are full of crap. I just, I don't want to live. It's a lot of them, though. It's a lot of them. them. That's what I'm about to say. It's a lot of them. That's why I won't argue with her. But, you know, and I can go ahead, Jay, because I'm about to go on. I'm just saying, like, it, it just feels like it's damn near impossible to not run into one. It's like, I. I, 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 I don't want to believe that, but I am also have to be 100% honest with myself. I have not had a serious boyfriend since 2013 and I haven't had any headaches. I mean, I've had some situationships that got me a little upset, but I was able to walk away with unscathed, but you know what I'm saying, but, but I have to say <laughs> this though, but I do find myself, I find it interesting because Maybe I low key was raised by Priscilla because when she said that men <laughs> men came come in and they and every time they come in they f it up mm. and my mom like she never talked bad I, I was raised by a single mother but she never talked bad about my dad she just wouldn't say anything like she just wouldn't say mm. nothing nothing bad that's a positive but nothing bad either mm. you know it was just nothing mm-hmm. so I just but she always just tell me as a little kid like you know just make sure you know 
you always have your own. You always have your own, your own stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was always taught that. But she also me too. But she also says, you know, just be very careful, like moving in or anything. So like, I've never lived with a man. Mm-hmm. I may have my things over there. You ain't missing say, nothing. Continue. Sorry, I, I hear I have heard that. <laughs> but I've I had men break up with me because I wouldn't move in with them. I've. I've been married before, so I lived with my ex-wife. So my um, question is: Would you pre- do you prefer living alone, or do you prefer living with I, with your mate? I I've done a marriage. I've done a seven-year relationship where we lived. We did a long distance for like two years, and then we moved in and we stayed together for like three and a half. Um, so. I don't have a problem with it. Um, I do feel like there's probably a, a learning curve. I do feel like you need to like at least spend a week or two at somebody's house to kind of get the vibes for what's going on with them. Because, you know, certain things people do might not mesh with how you grew up. You know, mm-hmm. and and don't get too far outside of your own culture because then it can get all out of whack. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as you know what's going on, but um, for me, I, I, I as long as there's enough space in the place, because I do like to have my alone time where I get back to myself. I gotta recharge my battery so that I'm still the same person that you know that you met. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I know I like to have my own little quirky things that I do. And if I don't have time to do that without feeling like you watching me or somebody judging me for, you know, I like watching Animal Planet. I like watching, you know, lions and leopards. I really like leopards and cheetahs. Those are my two favorite things to watch. So, like, if I don't have time to do stuff like that and, and watch those type of things or watch, like, Naked and Afraid or something like that, then I kind of feel like, I'm not doing the things that I like to do. Mm-hmm. So as long as it's space to do stuff like that, then I'm fine. Um, but I do feel like you should have your own stuff. So if you do live with somebody, both of y'all names should be on the lease. I just feel like that. Because I've seen situations where people in my family, men, get into it. And because their name is not on the lease, their stuff is in the front yard. And it's, it's a bad situation. And I had to tell like people that are close to me, get your own stuff. Yeah. I mean, I had I was renting a, a house when I was living like uh in uh closer to South Bend, Indiana. I I had a house and I was dating a girl in Michigan, and I probably went to my house like once every two weeks, but I still had my own house. Yeah. And and you know, she went on a on a girl's trip where she only posted one picture <laughs> for somebody who goes out and posts like 10 pictures, oh, 20 so you, pictures. You felt, you, yeah, you, yeah. She you went on a girl's felt. trip, posted one picture and long story short, my cousin knew she was talking to somebody else. So I was like, Oh, so that's what happened. And I drove her to the airport and I Ooh. thought that was crazy. So mm-hmm. when I found out it was like, yeah, we done. And so then it was a situation where she's like, well, I got your stuff on the porch uh, or I got your stuff when you're going to come get it. And I was like, I'll be out there tomorrow. She said, okay, it'll be on the porch. I said, just throw it away. Like, you're not about to do that to me. So 
I just kind of feel like have your own stuff. And maybe whatever you got over the, that person's house, just make sure you got the same stuff at your house. Yep. Just yeah. in case you got to throw it away. Because I'm not going to your house to get nothing because you're trying to make the house presentable for somebody you cheated on me with. Like, I'm cool. So. Yeah. I, that's. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's trash women and trash men. You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we were talking about last week that we were kind of sick about talking about relationships and <laughs> like over the conversation of hearing about relationships and I don't want to add to that conversation but um, I think that Priscilla makes us realize that if somebody not treating you right just focus on yourself and move on that's my takeaway at least yeah make yourself happy like yeah. I said before, I think I ended, you know, the episode last week with uh, put yourself first. Yeah, you said put a smile and, on your own you know, damn face. <laughs> yeah, because it's oftentimes we jump in, in relationships and we lose ourselves. Yeah. And we're so busy pleasing that other person, trying to make sure they good and they got everything they want. And you find yourself exhausted, like we said earlier in the conversation. It's like mm-hmm. you do all that and, you know, got all type of health issues. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. well, I've. I, me and you talked about this yesterday, Cam, because you sent me the um that guy saying about being emotional intelligent. Uh-huh. And it's just like that is something that a lot of people lack. A lot yes. of people. It, it, it's staggering. It's absolutely yes. staggering the amount of people who do not have emotional intelligence. And once I yes. understood that, I was able to navigate people a, a lot better. You still, you know, yeah. You know what he said, and I was telling Jay, the emotional intelligence is is definitely a thing. But he said three things. He said emotional intelligence, emotional accountability, and emotional restraint. And that last one is the one that I feel like people, because people will know where they are lacking in their emotional intelligence. Um, you know, like just oh, my toxic trait, like that's a thing now. My toxic trait is I do this, this, and this. But what they don't do is they don't restrain themselves when they get tested. And mm-hmm. I find that that's the biggest issue with a lot of people mm-hmm. is this inability to control yourself. And you know, I, I just find that um I'm trying to think of what. Jay, we had a conversation where I was trying to tell you, oh, I was watching um I was watching one of these survivor shows on TV um where they drop 13 people off on the island and um you got to find your own water, food, whatever like that. Cuz I, I I'm thinking about going on one of these shows like Naked and Afraid or The Island with Bear Grylls. So, um what was happening was it was a group of 13 men and a couple men had left and then you got down to a couple of guys where one guy was kind of like, he was pitying himself almost. And the, like the guy who was like super alpha was going crazy on him. And he kind of like broke down and everybody was like, well, you know, you are breaking him down. We know he's kind of like the weak lean or whatever. And I just saw it differently because I saw 
the aggressive man as being aggressive all the time, which means that even when you have a chance to be soft or to, um, you know, uh, be comforting to somebody, you don't know how to do it. Yep. That's so, what it is. Mm-hmm. so you just as weak as him. It just looks different yep. because you can't mm-hmm. cut off your assholeness. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, that's what I was thinking. And, and I just kind of feel like that's the inability to regulate yourself. And think about this. Imagine. So like we're, we're just having a word for it. And, and like you said, the, the, the emotional restraint. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, men like that is yelling and, and getting. And that's just the men. I've seen people like this. They get all hype up and yell. They mm-hmm. raising kids, exactly. and you and you have to have patience mm-hmm. with kids. With kids, because they're they're literally like like as I got a little older, I started thinking like, man, we came to this world with a it was a blank cassette, mm-hmm. legit blank. Did, don't know poop, don't know shit. So mm-hmm. how we act, how we talk, how we how we interact, we it was all we're we're mimicking what we saw. And that angry alpha dude, he probably grew up, whether it's the mom or the dad, that was acting just like that. Mm-hmm. And it's encoded. It's encoded. It's encoded in the programming. So yeah. he would have to make a conscious decision. Maybe after going home one day and watching the episode, he might look at that and be horrified. Because sometimes yeah. you just need to look at yourself like, I can't believe I, I did this to that person. You know, like. Right. Like and, you really threaded this guy for no reason. For no reason. Like, for no mm-hmm. reason. And like me and Jane had conversations about this because I wasn't the nicest kid growing up. I really was not. And I, I'm blessed enough that I've been able to apologize for some of my actions. You know, it's, I'm sure it's people that still dislike me or whatever. But if mm-hmm. anybody's listening, just know that I apologize. And I, and I really, truly do. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want anyone to, I don't want to be a reason why you're acting a certain way going on in life. You know, that mm-hmm. damn, that mean old Tashi did X, Y, and Z. <laughs> Bullshit. I was trash mm-hmm. then. <laughs> I can admit that, you know? Right. And it was probably stemming from something you was going through. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. And that's the thing. That's the thing, like, why I, I, I try to tell people all the time. I think I think people should go to therapy, which is why I had an issue with that, uh, that platform we were talking about on the last podcast. Because I just kind of feel like you just... Ag- agitate and aggravate situations and then you don't do anything about it. If you just let people go home with, you know, this fresh foolishness on their minds. Yeah. And, um, like, so none of my certified therapists. Yo, none of them are. I don't know what they are, but it's, it's a lot they of not, they, they, they all just, what, like making money. I, I don't know, Instagram famous or whatever, or what are they, they you know, uh, social media influences or whatever, yeah. but you right. know, I don't know. I mean, make, I, I'm not against therapy. I'm not against therapy at all. But I no, I'm not people... against it. But I'm just saying, none of them are therapists for no, them to be what, giving advice. No, but what I'm saying is, I will also take my therapist advice with a grain of salt too, to some degree, because I also feel like you have to understand that there are people too going through ish too. Maybe because mm-hmm. I've hung around too many people in high professional fields. Fields mm-hmm. like being a doctor, um, right. pilots, all of that. And then when I realized that they turn up and be effed up just like the rest of us, I feel a little uncomfortable going only because I know that they're just mm-hmm. like us too. 
So, so I do think you need to go and talk to a third party. I think it's I think it's mm-hmm. great to do so. And mm-hmm. if they but I also feel like do some work on your own if you can. Like do both. In my well, opinion. you know, the thing why I said therapist is because like I said, if 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 the therapist is worth their salt, like w- when we closed out the last pod, what I said was, um, I'm not saying this so you can hear me. Yeah, I'm saying you can hear so yourself. you can hear yourself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, cause I look when I my therapist when I first met her, I told her flat out, <laughs> I feel like therapists are intellectual prostitutes. That's just my that's my position. Um, and what I mean by that is, a prostitute is. I give you some money. We have a sexual encounter. It's, it's how it's supposed to work. But I know sometimes guys pay prostitutes just to talk, which is yeah makes them uh-huh. a therapist at that point. Mm-hmm. So um, I've never used a prostitute services, but I understand what what's going on here. I don't have time to run around building up a relationship because, like, when people say you're gonna pay for it, either way, you're gonna pay for it. So mm-hmm. if you just up front, you get the prostitute, you go do what you do. Okay, fine. Um, she not going to talk about it. It's her daily job. That's how she make her money. Ain't nothing to talk about. She been there, done that, right? So with a therapist, the way I feel is a therapist is somebody who I can tell my secrets to like one of my best friends, but they're not going to repeat it to everybody around me because I paid them to keep it confidential. So I can say whatever I want to say. And sometimes when you're talking, you get the answers that you need or you just get it off your chest and out your head. And that's how I look at a therapist. So it's still they're talking, but they're talking so I can, you know, so I I need to hear what I need to hear. And that's why I say it like that. Like, I I feel like people it's, it's worth investing in because there have been times where I confided in people and what I told them in confidence is being spread around. I'm hearing it from other sources and I know I haven't said it to anybody else, but I'm hearing it from other sources. So I find more value in telling those secrets to a therapist and working it out with them than to confide in somebody who, who I give it to for free and because it's free, they feel like it's everybody's business. No value. And yeah. I can just give it to everybody. Yeah. You know, you know I didn't think about it that way. Cause I, I and I've never been to a therapist, so I can't speak on that. I was thinking mm-hmm. that a therapist is going to give you guidance on what to do. But if they're just listening and asking leading questions for you to be able mm-hmm. to open up more, then that then I do understand that. I've never yeah. been to one, so I don't I don't know. Maybe I'll go to one just for shits and giggles just to see. I mean, I think that's why I said I think it's worth to me, it's worth doing at least once. Spe- especially if you get one that that you feel like you can relate to. Um, I think it's worth it because um like everybody that I've told to, you know, if they ask me, yeah, I think you should try it. And they go and do it, they yeah, I feel better afterwards, you know. Um find value in that and like I said my the value that I find is I get to say the stuff that's okay I'll put it to you this way 
Um, I can't remember the author. I can't remember, but I told Jay about this, and and it's a lady author, but she has this saying where she says, "The way you know if you have a true friend is if when you have a conversation with them, your thought." do not have to be weighed and your words don't have to be measured. Mm-hmm. And there's only a few people like that you find in life where you can talk to them like that, where it's just like, I'm just going to say it. And I know that you're not going to look at me different on the other end of this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, outside of, I got one person in my life that I can do that with. And outside of her, is a therapist. And yeah. that's really it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And and I find value in being able to just like, you know, because sometimes we have these thoughts that like, man, I probably shouldn't even be feeling this way. Some of the thoughts that we be having, it be, I, I probably shouldn't even be feeling it. I shouldn't be feeling this way. But I can say it to her or to a therapist. Anybody else, I know it's going to be some judgment behind it. It's going to be, I don't understand why you feel that way. And you know, sometimes you don't need that. You just need to get the thought out and then work backwards of why you feel in that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, no, I, I agree. I think that everyone should, should how are we going to get through this, this realm that we're in? Hey, whatever works. <laughs> whatever works. <laughs> whatever works. I, you know what? For me, I've never had great, I've, I've seen what, one, two, three, maybe three different therapists. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have, like, the best experiences with therapists. Mm -hmm. Um, One particular one, oh, God, I can't stand that lady. Because it felt more like, if she felt more like a therapist who just listened, like, for gossip reasons or something. Mm -hmm. Because, like, even in the session, I didn't know these people. But she would tell me like other uh, people that she was giving therapy to, like their, you know, different situations. Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe she was trying to like give me a reference. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it never felt like we were actually working through my issues. And it's like she made me feel more. Like she, it felt like she was putting me down more than she was lifting me up and working me through the situation. Mm. And like after about the third situation, I was like, "Yeah, this ain't gonna work because I'm ready to meet you in the parking lot." Because it just, it didn't help. It just didn't help. <laughs> you, you, can't be so throwing, you can't be throwing the hats up on the therapist. Yet. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I won't. I won't. I won't throw. Well, no book works since they have one. Like, not throwing no book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, but, but I'm just you're saying, supposed, I'm just you're like, supposed to ask her why, why do I feel like beating you up right now? And she's gonna talk you through it. <laughs> she's not gonna talk me through it, like, she probably gonna be like, she's gonna stop the clock, and we're gonna go outside and throw hands, like, that's what's gonna happen. Now, nah, she's gonna press, she gonna press but, that little button on, on the real. <laughs> That's gonna be that that the cops security guys yep. gonna be coming in the room. Or, 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 or she's gonna put me away. Institutions and catch them crazy. I don't know, mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah, I don't, I don't know. But like I said, I didn't, I didn't have the best experiences. But uh, mm. it was one particular one that I did like her. But even still, it just didn't feel like 
I was getting what I needed. Yeah, I didn't get what I needed at another the therapist that I, I needed. And even like one particular therapist, I would tell her a situation um, that was going on in my relationship. And I thought therapists are never supposed to tell you to leave. I don't know leave why what? they wouldn't. I mean, if, if they feel like you should leave, I think leave it's their what? duty. It's their duty she to told that. me to leave the relationship. Yeah, if you if if it's harmful, yeah, they're gonna tell you to leave. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that, but yeah. I was leaving. I was leaving. I was leaving anyway. Don't get me wrong. I was leaving right. anyway. Oh, but, but you to oh, they feel like you're a... Huh? Did you want to hear her tell you to stay? Hell no. I was actually glad she said it because she confirmed everything that I was thinking. Mm-hmm. But it was just like I didn't know that you know. A therapist would tell you that. But I already had something in the works to, you know, kind of like leave the situation that I was in. But it was still just like, wow, I don't know. Yeah, it's their I duty. It's, it's their it, duty. If it's... Go yeah, ahead. go ahead. No, I was just going to say, if it's a toxic, that's why they ask you at the beginning of the session, like, do you feel like you harming yourself? Is the person you with harming you? They ask yeah. you all that stuff because as soon as you they tell don't. them, yeah, they put their hands on me or something crazy like that, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, let me call the police real quick. Yeah. You know, they're going to definitely uh, go ahead and nip that in the butt. Yeah. Okay. Well, well like I said, I, I, I don't have any situations now where I need to see a therapist, but I'm not opposed to anybody, like, not going to see one, so, like, I mean, I've been blessed enough to have good friends and family, and I'm I'm pretty level-headed for the most part. I mean, I do, mm-hmm. like I was talking to you guys before this, like I'm, I'm managing, um, just staying calm, you know, just staying mm-hmm. calm, best I can. But um, I wouldn't, I would just go just so I can better uh, understand what they do, because I can't really comment on something for real if I've never mm-hmm. even experienced it. So, Well, you, you know, one of the other things that I would say about it for me, oh, I mean, because like I, I, I am, I've always been a great self-regulator. Like, mm-hmm. so it was my my reason for wanting to go to a therapist was to understand the things about myself that, like, um, how would I put it? I'm gonna give y'all an example, but. Uh, um, so I don't know if you ever heard of like hypervigilant, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes. so I have a hypervigilance and, um, it's kind of crazy dealing with hypervigilance when you are somebody who like, I really don't care about people's opinions about me, but I always go back and double check everything that I do. Double, triple, quadruple check. Like I'll probably end up being late to work not because um i got up late but because i came back in the house to make sure i locked the door five times you know like something crazy like that Mm -hmm. and um so what what i um had to learn was with me with this uh hyper vigilance is that i was trying to um make sure uh well no let me let me explain it this way I ask a lot of questions and, and and me and Jay worked together before and the time that we worked together, I stayed in trouble with management. And the reason why I stayed in trouble with management is because I always ask questions. And 
when you're dealing with certain people who have ego problems or or they power tripping, you constantly asking questions feels like you're trying to challenge them. Mm-hmm. And that turned into like bad blood. It wasn't that I was trying to challenge them all the time. I was either trying to get clarity so I knew what I was doing because I don't like talking to management. So I need to know exactly what you want me to do so I can stay out of your way is really how I was coming at the situation. And they always took that as I was challenging them. And so I stayed in trouble. And that was because of the hypervigilance because of, you know, the way I grew up. Um, So, yeah. So I just kind of feel like I I didn't have a term for it because really before I went to therapy, I used to tell people I'm a very thorough guy. Like I'm very thorough with everything that I do. And that's how I described it because I thought I was just being thorough. No, I'm going to act. I'm going to double check. I'm going to come back and ask you again. So you really want me to do it this way? And then when she told me what I was doing, it was like, oh, okay. No wonder why when I'm talking, because it's usually with people, like when I'm, I don't have a problem being under somebody as an employee, but they take it that way because I'm asking so many questions. Or they look at me crazy like, why is he so, why is he asking all these questions? And um, I didn't know what it was until I got to therapy, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's something that I try to work on. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, for me, that's why I went. I thought it was valuable to learn that. No, it is. It is. And and also just, like, I've been in management for a while. And when I train people, I do have some um, people that, that ask a lot of questions. And I, and I don't mind it. But I know why they ask a lot of questions. Because mm. I see the foolery. So with most, most positions... You, you have a manager tell you to do A, B, and C. And then mm-hmm. you do A, B, and C. And it's like, no, I told you to do C and D. And it's like, well, okay, well, why didn't we do this? Or you said to do that. And this, I think that not, not your scenario, I see what you're saying, like, you know, checking, being uh, hypervigilant on that. But I also feel like in like the management world with employees and all that, mm-hmm. I feel like managers um, sometimes they, they, they try to train people to do the job like the easiest or like the quickest way to like learn and all that. But I also feel like they, they it's on the go. It's always changing. Like it's not black and white and it's really hard when people are black and white. Right. I feel like, like you might be a person that's like black and white. No, I am. I am. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I just think like what management is like, it's not black and white. It's, it's gray. It's blue. It's pink. It's, it's all of that. And this is like, the people that are black and white get penalized or, or, or picked on and all that. For clarifying. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and see like, and I, I have that issue because I, I am a, I'm a black and white person, but I'm also equally a gray area person too. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to like, when you have both sets of mind, that's where you become like, it's easier for you just to do your own thing. Like work, work with yourself, be by yourself. Because mm-hmm. you understand, okay, I gotta be black and white on this one. Oh, I could be a little lean here. Because everyone don't work that way. It's like we're gonna do it this way, and it's like that. But <laughs> it is. But it's like to me, like a, a black and white person, they, they're. It's hard for them to really. Um, they have to do their own thing. I, I think black and white people should do their own thing. It's it's gonna be a difficult after a while to you know kind of work under somebody, especially if it's a situation where. 
it's a little leniency and it's like going left and right. I feel like that can really mm-hmm. just really give people a headache. So anyway, when I train people, cause I know I'm, I, my brain is on both sides. I tell people straight up, if you have to ask me 10 times and you need to ask an 11th, ask an 11th time. You are never bothering me. It's no big deal. You know, because I understand that because so, a lot of stuff don't make sense. Like it just doesn't don't make mm-hmm. sense why they do things. But that's getting co- completely off of the subject. And I'm about to make a left turn. What do you guys think about these aliens? <laughs> did, y- did y'all see did y'all see the um news today? I tried to I tried to send an article to y'all in a group text, but um there is there's a, a picture taken by a um a telescope or or wh- it was one of those telescopes like the big ones. They took a picture of the galaxy. Uh, if y'all mm-hmm. type it in, just type in um it looks like a um it's a picture and in the picture, you see the stars lighting up. There's a question mark in the middle of the sky in the galaxy. What? It's, it's, it just type it in. Type in question mark from the telescope right now in y'all phone. You'll see it. It's crazy, or in y'all computer or whatever. Oh like, my gosh! It it's a question mark just in the middle of the sky. I was like, and I think they just I just heard it on the news today, like on my way home. Yeah. I think these aliens been here for centuries. I don't think this is something new, but I do wonder what was why is the oh government I do releasing... see the question mark. Oh my god, that's okay. It's crazy. <laughs> Unless one of my favorite Batman characters is the Riddler, I'm probably gonna do the Riddler one day. Unless the Riddler is out in space doing stuff like this. Mm. Uh. Would you would you say Tasha? I'm sorry, Tasha. What was you about to say? That that question mark really threw me off. Well, oh, it is a question. Like, why why now? Why release information that um dang that is a question mark. Why do we release really <laughs> 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 you see how you just closed your brain? You're like, wait a minute, that is <laughs> that's a whole question mark. Yeah. Uh, I, I, mm. The question is you know what this makes me want to do? It makes me want to deep dive into who created punctuation marks and how did the question mark come to be? Because that's I have questions about that now. Like I want to know the origins of the question mark. Questions about the question mark. I do, I do. But what do y'all think? Like, why do y'all think the government released this information now? That there are aliens. Yes. Um. You know, to be honest. I guess the invasion is coming and they got to let us know sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, honestly, I feel like, you know, I heard somebody say, I'm not saying I believe this, but I do feel like this is a good explanation for a lot of this foolishness. Okay, so I listened to like the sports radio, so I'm listening to ESPN 1000 and they were talking about when the government released the alien situation. So this one guy calls in and he says, you know, he says, you know, everything is like a body he said you know you got a toe but a toe is a toe it's its own mechanism on your body it's a toe but it's connected to the body so when your toe is out of whack it affects the entire body it affects how you walk your mm-hmm. attitude is off you didn't stub your toe all type of stuff right so he was explaining that 
So he said, so if the earth is like a toe, what if the aliens who are regulating the universe see what we doing down here on earth? They probably mm. ready to wipe us out because we messing up something in the universe. And, mm. and, and I was like, you know, I'm not mad that at that sense. theory. That I'm not sense. mad at that theory because we definitely tearing up the earth. And this leads back to I gotta go back to what we talked about earlier because it's gonna lead into this. And I think I've had this conversation with Jay before. When Priscilla, the Princella, when she said most men would die virgins, but it's because the matrix that we live in that people have the opportunity to get into relationships, which is crazy because them guys were arguing the opposite way. Like, because of this matrix is the reason why clowns like y'all get a chance, to be mm -hmm. honest. Mm -hmm. That's just my opinion. So, fast forward to what we were just talking about now. Um, scientifically, or, or just naturally, if we didn't live in a society with grocery stores and and homes and electricity and heating, and we lived outside, most of the people on the earth would be dead. Yeah. Most of them would be dead. Yeah. Because you, you're not going to survive with diabetes. You're not going to survive being 400 pounds. Not going to survive not being educated on how to grow food, mm -hmm. how to hunt. You're not gonna be. You're not gonna survive being frail. It, it's a lot of diseases that would just naturally take you out if we were all living in a forest. Nobody even has to kill half these people. They would just die. But <laughs> when you say that, you sound crazy. So my thing is, because we have all of these people here and they're contributing to destroying the earth. I'm not saying it's not enough space for the people because I feel like it is plenty of space for a lot of people here, but it's a lot of people that's not trying to help. They're, they're damaging. You know, you're not even being neutral in what you're doing. You're tearing up the earth. And if that's the case, that theory don't sound too crazy to me. Yeah. No. Like, that's actually a good, a good theory because you, that is true. Like if a, even the smallest part of your body, not right, it does affect everything mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if the earth get too hot yeah i don't know yeah i mean yeah it's it's interesting especially like what happened in hawaii um i've been on oh TikTok. yeah that's why yeah i've been like on tiktok uh i like to hear from the locals on the ground like mm -hmm. what's what's going on it looked like a bomb went off it does. And a lot of the locals yeah. are, they, they don't believe, they don't believe this was a natural thing that I got like a freak natural thing that occurred. They just, they're not buying that. It looked like a bomb. When it looked like, they it looked like pictures like, from Hiroshima. The trees, they were saying something about like, I guess because they didn't like maintain the trees or whatever. I guess it knocked over to like the electricity lines or whatever. And that's how the fire started. Oh, you what, mean like it was a bunch of leaves on the forest floor or something? Yeah, I guess like you know how you know mm -hmm. kind of like what happened at your house. You remember when you was telling me about how the tree fell over and it was like the right. um, the power it, lines. It was something. Yeah, the power lines. So it was something like that that happened, and I guess it got so far out of control they wasn't able to control it, and that's the reason why, like that whole 
it looks like an mm-hmm. explosion, like you said. And I'm just like, I don't know if I'm buying what you're selling because it just seems like if y'all would have just paid attention to the tree, like nobody thought about that. I'm just not buying it because of the climate because I, I've never been to Hawaii, but mm-hmm. isn't it kind of humid and damp and and wet? You know, like, but what I'm looking at looks like a very dry, drought-driven place that was affected by a fire. I just kind of feel like, yeah, I'm not saying that a fire can't happen in a place like that, but for it to Mm -hmm. sweep like that, to me, is kind of weird when there's so much moisture around. Because when these wildfires happen, it's because it's too damn dry. And a spark is going to, can can really light up something because it's too dry. So that was, that was the only thing that's a little strange to me. I don't know. No, I mean, yeah. I... It, it's sad. It's, it's very sad. And they were also saying that um, one of the locals were saying that they're asking people to, you know, ex- to leave the area, but some people aren't leaving the area because they don't really have any place to go. They don't have any means. We're, we're just going to just stay here because this is what we know, you know? Okay. And they're refusing aid. Like, if you decide to stay, they will not give you any aid. But if you that's made, crazy if you don't have nowhere to go. Yeah, I may provide me somewhere to go, and then we can have this conversation. I mean, the aid is only seven hundred dollars, so yeah, and it's yeah, they do seven hundred dollars. Y'all gave Ukraine like a billion dollars. Like I'm just about to say that they were just, they were saying that because no, they gave they gave them weapons though. You say what? They gave them weapons. I'm gonna say they gave them soldiers. Yeah, well, they, they, got, they, gave them they, they didn't have to give them. I mean, that didn't affect no money because uh, that's all we do is make weapons. Yeah, that's true. This military industrial complex, half our budget goes to uh, military. Like so. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not. I, and to me, I don't want them to cut it because I feel like the United States got too much beef out there. So we got to stay, as you say, hyper vigilant. Because we've been talking too much shit. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just saying. That's what happened when you were bullied. Now you got a target on your back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you've been, you've been bullying and robbing people for years. Learn to be quiet. Stay out, stay, stay out of trouble. See, now. Yeah. See, I want to get on this subject because I will tell any and everybody. Like, I have a, I have a, I have a hard, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's. It's a very complex relationship with me in the United States and me in the NFL. And, you know, <laughs> it's the same type of situation, but, you know, you, ha- you have a hard time loving this place sometimes. And it, that's. Sounds toxic, doesn't it? Huh? it to- I said it sounds like a toxic relationship. It is. Mm-hmm. No, we, we have been in a. As soon as we were born, we were born into an abusive relationship. Very abusive. Like, and. and, and, and and like when I, oh my gosh, I just feel like it's like being in love with a prostitute who, oh and not a prostitute that loves the money. She just loves the work she do. You will never. You might as well go somewhere else. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like um, <laughs> this is definitely an abusive funny. relationship. Uh, <laughs> I, I I probably need to talk to someone about my Stockholm syndrome here you know <laughs> it's 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 interesting um 
being a being a woman and being a a black woman here in the United States. I mean, this mm-hmm. I will say this though. I feel like there is no better time in the United States for a, a I'm not gonna say a person of color, but a black a black person to be in America. It's been no better time to be black than right now in America. We sure doing that. We united like, uh, on on the fifth. Yeah, that we, that did happen. Sure. The correction. Um, there was the insurrection, and we had the correction. <laughs> Is that what that's being called? Well, you kept saying it was correct. Like that's I'm gonna call it like the correction. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> they, yeah, they they needed some correction. They needed some. Un, unlearn and relearn. Unlearn to beat on black people in front of other black people. Mm-hmm. Relearn that these chairs will go upside your head. You know what I'm saying? These chair earrings be taking me out. I didn't see a hey. few people with these chair earrings. <laughs> did on. you see? Did you see the? Uh, I think I sent it to you. It's the chair decal that people putting on their cars. Yeah, I saw that. But personally, <laughs> I would not put that on my car because I'm I, not putting that on my car. I but, am yeah. still a little. I'm not gonna say afraid. I'm not afraid of any any anything. But as far as uh, you don't want to be inviting trouble, exactly. Especially <laughs> going through what I'm going through. Police officers getting pulled. Nah, I'm messing oh, with y'all. Oh boy, that's funny. Yeah, that mm. is funny though. But it would have been even funnier if the decal. I mean, not to, and, and it was hard for me to watch the lady get hit over the head. But it would have been a little more funnier for me if it was the hand, the chair, and then like a person like underneath the chair. That would have been a little funnier, but that's maybe I need to see a therapist about that. You know, why? Why do I find that funny? Because it was funny. <laughs> Look, you just got it. You this is one of those things you got to ask for forgiveness after you laugh. It, it, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, you just got to ask for the forgiveness on the back end. Because like I'd be hella bad. Somebody hit my granny over the head, but then I'd be like, Granny, what was you doing? Why you kick your stuff off though? She kicked your stuff mm. off though. See, first of all, Granny had no business out there putting her hands on anybody. She should have been sitting somewhere in the chair and just watching. <laughs> and stay her butt out. You too, you too old anyway, you geriatric. <laughs> Sit your butt down and drink your apple juice and take your right. pills. That's all you needed to be doing in that moment. That, that spirit touched her. She she felt herself. Yeah. yeah, look what the spirit, look what the spirit did in return. What happened? <laughs> see how see how the devil worked? He gets you in some ish. And then turn around, look back, and look at you. See, and leave you high and dry. Yeah, her head, her head probably still hurt right now because that was hard. She probably got a concussion. Yeah, she probably mm. do. Dang man, that lady, that lady need an MRI. Probably. Oh, she she do. I need. <laughs> can someone tell me if that lady okay? Anybody know who this lady is? If she, <laughs> they, they, they arrested her. I'm sure. Dang, sure. to get hit upside the head and arrested. Hey, in public disturbance. I think she did get arrested. I think I saw a picture of her. Dang. But did, yeah. did they, arrest, they arrested all of them or just, just they arrested? They still looking them. for some. They arrested all of them. The guy who hit her on the head with the chair, he turned himself in. Oh, he did? Yeah, he turned he himself did. in. Yeah, but he, is he gonna get in trouble? I hope he don't get in trouble for that. Cause that's they, not they, they uh they charged him with like I don't know public disturbance or something. I can't remember what they charged him with, but you know, like they got they, or something. I don't, they, I don't know. They got a GoFundMe for him. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, oh, no, they people, coming together. People were huh? on his side. I mean, I under like watching the video. It was like I'm just gonna end all this ish. Like you, know, <laughs> I, I can think. I can like I can understand like his state of mind swinging that chair. <laughs> I don't 
Like it just reminded me like the Hulk. Like I, you know, I like you said the other day, he was throwing hands for some other shit. He was. He was. <laughs> he was like, he's throwing hands for some other that, yeah. that wasn't just about that bra. It was some other stuff. That exactly. Like, that exactly. So that's why I feel like I know me. I cannot get into any type of physical altercation because you're going to be getting hit for things that happened nine years ago. <laughs> you know, like I'm not gonna I'm hold not gonna on. So are the things we hitting people for? It don't have nothing to do with it. Don't. It don't. Oh no. So Tashi, uh, Tashi, on that note, on that note, I must say you need to see a therapist. Cause you no, you ain't letting okay. shit go. So so can I? Can you I, ain't letting shit go. Like that. Yeah. Holler at your insurance and go get you a second. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. You just finished part two. Stay tuned for parts three and four.